Welcome to Soul Rising. We're your hosts, Amy and Erin. We're two everyday mediums who are passionate about taking the woo-woo out of spirituality and bringing it down to earth. So put the kettle on, grab a chair, and join us. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Episode 58 of Soul Rising Podcast nearing the end of this first month of the year yeah um how's everybody doing hopefully good and well um i really love the kind of theme of january's podcast thus far uh it seems like there's a theme for yeah, sure i think so um yeah for sure so today episode 58 we're here to talk a bit about numerology I'm excited. I'm always excited to talk about numerology because Amy has such good in-depth insight to it. Well, I feel like you do anyways. Well, I don't know about that. But then again, <laughs> I'm like, it's, uh, you know, it's funny because I'm uh, always working through my feelings of like, oh, I can never know enough. I can never Stuffed be enough. And, and like, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know it's like you. in the moment, like really wild um, because I know that's deeply a part of me. Okay, mm-hmm. I think it's a part of my numerology. We'll see as we go. But I did want to share that on the break, um, so we're batch recording today uh, in the break between last podcast and this podcast, mm-hmm. I went on and checked my Facebook messages. And in one of the last couple episodes that we recorded, I did mention the name um, Deborah Silverman, right? yes. who's an astrologer. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon. And um, I joined her Facebook community and it's called the 11th house and astrology community with Deborah Silverman. Anyways, on Fridays, sorry, I have a tickle. That's okay. <coughs> on it. Fridays, she um, has this like share your chart Friday, right? So you can share a screenshot of your birth chart and like budding astrologers can take a look at it and just mm-hmm, if, if cool. they called, they'll respond. So I posted mine the other day and I just said, curious about anything that comes up when looking at my chart. So I wanted to read what somebody wrote to me. Okay, because I think it's kind of cool. Okay. You likely are quite a deep thinker and have a rich spiritual life. You're quite private and you're born under a lucky star. It's true because I'm Jupiter. Um, And it's in my 12th house, which is the the house of spirituality. So Mm -hmm. it makes a lot of sense that I work in a spiritual field. Um, And you have a lot of passion for what you do. You probably see here spirits. You're quite psychic and emotionally (laughs) and emotionally intuitive too. My chart is very psychic. Wow. Certain parts of it, which is funny because when I had a professional astrology reading. I remember he was like, no. I'm shocked. I know. So it wasn't the best. Because he was like, there's so much, I think it was his personal bias, because he was like, yeah. there's so much earth in your chart that it makes me think of a teacher. Well, you know, a spiritual teacher, maybe. A spiritual I teacher, don't know. yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, she said, you're quite psychic and emotionally intuitive, too. You're responsible, practical, and see the details and organization of everything going on in your life. Perhaps a bit too perfectionistic, which makes <laughs> you very self-critical. Wow. Whoa. You've, you've got to stop that. <laughs> and then she says, everything in your chart actually points to Chiron in some way. This is the wounded healer, Chiron, right? So you have many childhood wounds, especially mm. those of safety, security, and unworthiness. I do know this. This is something that I've worked on a lot um, that you need to heal. And you're going to do it through healing others. Ooh. Uh, I feel like crying as I say that. I don't. This know why. person is also not just. This feels more like also a, also a like psychic reading, maybe astrology. But that's but that's the but medicine that astrology. The... That's that's what I'm trying to say. Like astrology does tell you these things. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, you've come into this life to huh. heal some other karma as well. We're going to talk about that today because I know all about the karma in my numerology char chart. Um, but this is not the place to discuss that. So I know I'm like, what, what? what kind of what? karma? What kind of karma? What? What Tell me more. Um, but I just thought that was kind of interesting, right? Because we're talking about, really I think I need cool. to spend some more time talk, like learning about Chiron. I know it's the wounded yeah. healer. I've always found it interesting because it's in Taurus for me, which is another uh, earth sign. Uh, and in the ninth house, 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 which the ninth house has a lot to do with um, spiritual, like religion, um, spirituality, uh, education, things like this. But yeah. like, yeah it's been suggested to me that it's almost like I might have some wounds around the idea of religion or mm. spirituality or like conformity or like my beliefs were not always uh accepted in some way so like the right, person that I, I had the reading with was like do you have any like religious wounds and I'm like not in this lifetime but it's not to say I don't in previous right yeah but, um I never really totally identified with that so it, se it seems as if um Hmm. I'm here to learn. So yeah, I'll let you know the outcome if she gets back to me and says anything else. Because uh, I thought that was kind of like, whoa, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very accurate. Cool. <sighs> Very accurate. So today we're here to talk about numerology. Now, what I have in front of me is actually a personal numerology chart. So I did have this done a couple years ago uh, with um, a, a past guest of our podcast, Brandy, who is Spirit Talk. Shout out, um, Brandy. Shout out, Spirit Talk. Yeah. So we had her on uh, a, a couple, maybe in the fall, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, anyways, a couple years ago when I first met her, I, I saw that she offered personal numerology reports and um, she did one for me. I printed it off and I have it here. So first of all, what is numerology? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read Brandy's writing, if that's okay. Brandy, I will uh, tag you in the show notes. Great. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I, I believe she still offers these like by request. Um, so it says, well, first off, it requires a belief in the mystical. Trying to figure out exactly how it works would be considered futile by some, as we are not meant to know all of the workings of the universe well in this human experience. Mm -hmm. Those who do wish to know, however, have a never-ending stream of information and ideas to explore, and undoubtable, it can be a lifelong pursuit. Numerology is a special relationship between numbers and real-world events and involves the study of the symbolism of numbers. Mm -hmm. Each number holds a specific vibration. Mm -hmm. Like astrology, it's an individual signature that you're born with, and your numbers make up a piece of the greater puzzle that is you um so numerology oh, cool. isn't new in fact the relationship between yeah, numbers and coinciding no. events has been around for thousands of years the history reaches back as far as mm. ancient babylon but it was pathagoras i don't know how to say it pathagoras a greek mathematician and philosopher who reportedly was the first person to organize the study of numbers yeah and, and events <laughs> in numerology now that corresponds um to what the research that I had done and, um, you know, the the information that I brought up a little bit of the history of it. So there's a unique energetic vibration with each number and letter, really. Mm -hmm. This is what makes up numerology. Mm -hmm. um, so numerology is the study of the way these vibrations influence the story of your life. Which is cool. very cool. Um, yeah. So. So in numerology, the main personality numbers are derived from a person's birth date and birth name. Mm -hmm. Each letter of the alphabet corresponds to a number, one to nine. 
Uh, Names are translated to numbers and reduced down to a single digit. The specific name and date a person is born with reveals personality traits and overarching life themes. An individual's numerology chart informs us of strengths, personality aspects, and potential pitfalls to be aware of and learn from. So it can even be a tool to realize your soul's purpose and your karmic death patterns. Wow. So it's it's interesting for sure. So um, I went on a few different websites. There's one like instyle.com, right? So it, um, which is like a magazine, I believe, um, talks about this and how to figure out your numerology life path. So this is kind of like the main number in your, in your chart. There's, there's others and I will go through them. Um, but this one seems to be like the biggest one. The biggest one. So I'm going to tell you guys how to get to it first. So um, one of the ways that you can begin to work with numerology on your own is by pinpointing your life point, sorry, your life path number, which mm-hmm. will give you a sense of focus of what is your focus in this lifetime. Okay. It actually signifies a challenge you were born with that brings out personalities associated with the number. The reason I find that uh, sentence um, kind of interesting is because like when I do higher self readings, what it's been revealed to me is like, because I, I, I tap in like I, I channel a person's innate soul gifts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then there's also uh, there's five questions I ask, I actually use the Kyle Gray deck that you brought through some information in the last one. Um, one of the other questions is like, what is this person's uh, fears, challenges or struggles mm-hmm. as a soul? And what I've learned is like, the gifts that we have in this lifetime are directly like they were fears and challenges and struggles before and we learned them. They became gifts. They get to be easy for us now. We've right. already learned the lesson. Yeah. Um, and that the things that we are fearful of or feel challenged by or struggle with in this lifetime are actually the very things we're meant to do. So mm-hmm. it's very counterintuitive to the soul to be like, oh crap, I'm scared of public speaking. I'm never yeah. going to do that again in my life. Right. Like it's actually very likely the thing you're meant to work through is like expression, expression, expression. Yes, yes. Yes. So it's like, it's kind of been explained to me by my guides before, like fear, when like what you perceive as fear, there's been a, um, a word and an energy attached to it mm. to make you feel like you need to run away from it. I don't mean survival like fear. No, um, no. Right. I mean, like, yeah, I, I don't think I could do this. I'm challenged. I'm struggled by it. Um, but that's actually the opposite of what it was meant to be. That feeling was meant to go, Oh, I'm feeling this because fear and excitement actually feel the same kind of to our bodies. It's just a different, um, yes, different kind of uh, different reaction or reaction to it because of yeah. what we labeled. Yes. So, what if we started to think of fear and excitement as kind of the same thing? Uh, the the soul is mm-hmm. excited that you are close to something that you're actually meant to do. Very so just true. Asking you to reframe Ref- that. Uh, yeah, which is yeah. another theme of all of our yes. episodes this January. Yeah. Yeah, so when this says it actually signifies a challenge you were born with, that makes sense for me mm-hmm, uh, when we talk about this. Um, so how to figure out your life path number. Now, I did figure out errands beforehand, but like you can even do this and, and make sure that I, I did it right. Okay. Um, you add the month and day of your birth date separately so, and then the year together as a separate number. So, for example, if your birth date was November 20th, 1985, it would be 11 plus 20 equals 31. Right. And then you would add 1985 together, 1985, yeah. which would be 23. Okay. Okay. And then you would take the 23 and the 31 and add those. Okay. And you get 54. And then you take five plus four equals nine. So your life path is nine. It's nine. Gotcha. So you add 
Yeah. Keep adding. Right. Keep adding okay. until it goes to a single digit. Now there single are digit. a couple numbers that you do not reduce and they are kind of uh, a little bit, um, I, I don't want to like label it special, but there are like 11s and 22. So if you're at 11 or 22, um, and I don't think this ep this um, episode, I don't think this article actually touches on it. So it might be something that I, um, that I search for that. live, but yeah. those are like master numbers. Um, so if you get 11 or 22, leave it, like don't deduce it further. And I'll, okay. I'll tap in, I'll, I'll go back to that in a moment. Cool. Um, so when I did your, my calculation for you, I calculated that you were a three. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am a one. My life path number is one. So um, life path number. Let's see. I'm going to go back to Brandy's report here. So of all the numbers, your life path number is the most significant. It provides the most information about your character and the type of life you live. Mm -hmm. Your life path number is in your soul contract. It indicates the path you've chosen to walk in this life, hmm. broadcasted onto your experience as, and the lessons you'll learn along the way is the vibration this number holds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just your energetic frequency. It just is what you are, who you are. Interestingly enough, I always try to, I, I see like how everything is interconnected, especially when you start to learn about different spiritual systems and things. Yeah. And I see this in my astrology. I see this in my human design chart. Yeah, I see yeah, this yeah. in my gene key numbers. Like mm -hmm. it all, they all it's correspond. It's all connected. It's all connected. So Aaron as a three. Oh man. Uh, the communicator. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Life path threes or the communicators <laughs> in numerology tend to be more emotionally sensitive and highly empathetic, according to K Hart. Uh, that this person that's quoted in this. Well, K Hart, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> they must learn the art of patience when dealing with conflict. <laughs> yeah. uh, she notes, adding that they can be caught up in the negative aspects of self-expression, becoming judgmental or indulging in gossip. So it's just like oh, it's yeah. not a. It's just a mindful about communication right because yes it, it, it sounds as if communication in general is part of your soul it makes sense we have a podcast with the communicator mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. so just like be mindful of the more negative aspects of oh yes yeah that's yeah. been a big uh learning curve that i've i've yes. done and i right. have are can, gonna continue to do but yeah yes right so you can see also like that goes back to like uh when they said it's, it's a challenge yes yeah but also what you're here to do yeah, yeah. um Okay, Buchanan agrees that eliminating gossip, gossip and drama is necessary for this life path, adding that their lesson is not to exaggerate negativity or over-dramatize problems. No, I'm sorry. With their natural gift for self-expression, communication, and creativity, Buchanan says threes thrive of artists, musicians, dancers, or chefs. I did want to be an actress. I studied theater. Interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's cool. Uh, now I have like I'm a mine is a life path one. So I have Brandy's definition, but I'm, I also have uh, what it says on there. What it says on here. Oh, so number both. one, it says leader leadership. I I know this also because my human design says I'm a leader, and yeah. my gene keys say I'm a leader. And so. you have your own business, and you're thriving, and you're yeah. Yeah, and it's funny because I never thought I would be an entrepreneur. Um, but I'm learning. I'm learning. Right? You challenge. Know. Yeah. That's my challenge. Yes. Um, Number ones are the independent leaders of the world. Uh, these people are proactive and represent the initiators, innovators, and visionaries. Self-doubt will be their biggest struggle to overcome. They must <laughs> embrace their unique nature and learn to trust themselves. 
uh, ones often feel different from others. They must mm-hmm. find the confidence and courage to walk a path less traveled, to learn to embrace their individuality. Uh, career-wise, these folks are suited for careers where they can work on their own or at least be in charge, such as an independent contractor, a business owner, or a life coach. Which you do. I know. Well, I was like, a life coach. I was like, I'm really not meant to work for other people. See, that was like the shadowy aspect of it of like, oh, because I self-doubt, have an insecurity about my ability to manage myself and my time and all of these things. Yes, yes, yes. I was like, I need to work for somebody else because I need somebody to tell me what to do, but then I actually don't thrive in this situation. That's the challenge. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Brandy writes um, just that number one holds a strong vibration of individuality linked to forward motion, um, multitasking, mm. uh, self-employment would serve them well since they're happiest being their own boss. Yeah. Um, when ones have the courage to express different viewpoints without seeing the seeking the approval of others, they are on their way to standing in their power and aligning with their purpose. Yeah. Um. I'm just kind of see as born leaders, they crave respect. Like the life's journey of self-discovering is significant to the, to most people, but for ones, it's a big part of their purpose. Having ample self-awareness and considering how they relate to others is their main area to focus on in this life. Yeah. And this just comes back to my interest in all things. I mean, I went to school. I have a degree in psychology. Mm-hmm. I want to know how mm-hmm. people, what makes people tick, why people do certain things, why I yeah. do certain things, why this works. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm interested in the work I do. This is why I'm interested in astrology, human design. I want to know why. Yeah. Knowledge. <laughs> the no, the more knowledge. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Um, so then it lists like strengths and weaknesses of a one. So I'm just going to give the, the weaknesses because we're talking about can it can be a challenge, mm-hmm. uh, can be a know-it-all. Uh, am I good enough type thinking? Impatient, can be aggressive. Uh, color I, one. I really can't see you as aggressive, but I also know you've talked about how you don't want to get on your bad side. I am passionate. So I will be the most loving person that you could ever hope to be around but I my something that I have to be mindful of is if I feel wronged or you've wronged somebody that I love mama bear comes out yeah and yeah, then yeah. I could be aggressive right I have trouble letting things go mm-hmm. and that's part of my lesson here is like if mm-hmm. I feel somebody's wronged me mm. I ruminate yeah I ruminate so like a tendency to like want to get even might have been something that I would have focused on before. And now I'm just like, who is this really hurting? Right. So forgiveness work is a major yeah. part of my life. Yeah. Path. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, I'm really only hurting myself because mm-hmm. that other person mm-hmm. doesn't know that I'm sitting here losing sleep over this, having shower arguments, that other person is lo- living their life and I'm the one paying the price for it. So yes, 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 um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, that's, that's part of my challenge here too. Um, so then I did research this but i'm going to see actually i think this episode this one why do i keep saying episode this article does talk about it which is cool okay so i'm going back to insile.com um mm-hmm. so the next thing that is in this report is your destiny number okay so it says the second most influential number is the destiny number it is calculated using each letter of the full original birth certificate name whoa so in my case it's different than amy brooks right because that was not my maiden name that was not my birth name it is also known as the expression number or name number the destiny number gives us a broad outline of the opportunities challenges and lessons we encounter in this lifetime it indicates abilities that already reside within you so if we're going back to the comparing it to my higher self reading that would be like the gifts yes 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 which is interesting yeah 
and or must be activated and utilized through the course of your life along with the life path number this is the number to take into consideration when choosing a career Mm -hmm. it reveals your inner goals and the person you aim to be Mm -hmm. knowing your destiny number can help help you understand your gifts talents unique offerings and also the shortcomings that you that were with you when you entered your human body so let's in lifetime calculate yours erin because i know mine so okay. on this article in cell.com, it says how to figure out your destiny number okay, or your natural ability number. First of all, bear in mind that every letter is associated with a number. So then it has a cheat sheet where A is one, B is two, C is three, and so forth throughout the whole, uh, oh, sorry, it goes as far as nine. Okay? Nine. So, so we get to I equals nine and then J starts over at one. Okay. 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 Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So how, so, how can we do it? Okay, so we're so it. I know it, it. You don't have to say your last name, but what I know your last name—that's your birth certificate name. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I will write it down. Now I didn't use my middle name when I gave this to Brandy, so I think that's okay. We just do first and okay. last. Okay. Um. Okay, so then I'm gonna look at the corresponding numbers. So use five. Watch five. Amy start saying the. Sorry, I, I won't say your last name. name. I won't. I, I was and mindful. Then we I was have thinking about the it. And then, just kidding. No, I was thinking about that. I won't say it. I'm just um, I'm just making sure I'm writing all the right numbers down. So bear with me if so you're listening you to guys. the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Amy is busy calculating the. Okay. I'm almost done. Five. Oh my gosh. If you can, you can't see my face, but my like eyebrows are doing something. I just want to, I just want to cross reference check. So, oh boy, here we go! It's coming. <laughs> I should have done this before. Uh, no, I work best this is on fun. the fly. Yeah, no, this is great. Because I was ready to just to start calculating. I was like, oh, give me you the. Can, you can do it too. You might be faster. No, it's okay. I, I don't have right. anything in front of me. Oh, okay. <laughs> here we go. Okay, I got them all. Okay, so we've got the numbers, right? So remember, can A start is placing one. Bets. Yeah. A is one, B is two, and and you get to I is nine, and then you start over J is one. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. So just if you write the the uh, alphabet out, do it that way. Um, okay. Yeah. So For folks who want to do it at home. Yeah. That's right. Add the numbers of the names separately, so your first and then your last. So if we add your first, we've got um, eighteen twenty-eight. Okay, and then oh, the last fifteen. That is my birthday. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. 5995 is uh, 28. So then we've got, let's see, that's 10. Sounds like a phone number. 10, and that's 6 is 16, and 3 is 19, and 4 is 24. Okay, so 28 so and 24. Then we add those together, and we're going to be putting it on the spot. Is that 52? Off the top of my head, 28 plus 24 is 12, 52. Okay, so and that, so 52. So- and then together five. would be seven. Seven. Okay. So you are seven. a seven. A seven. Okay. Not not a nine, but not okay. a one. Yeah. <laughs> the number seven rules knowledge and truth. It is a mysterious number that promotes a deep curiosity. When this number is prominent, the person's natural intelligence will promote specialization in a field or becoming an expert in what they do or an enthusiasm. Enthusiast. enthusiast. <laughs> um, it can bring a bit of the brilliant nerd mind with a knack for research. Some may be skeptics, however, 
However, others may tap into their spiritual gifts. You've been on both sides of the coin. Yeah. 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 Wow. Sevens are teachers, trainers, advisors, and consultants. Many find it difficult to trust others and may have experienced betrayals in their past. They should develop an inner connection through meditation, yoga, and Mm self-inquiry. They would do well to let people gradually earn their trust. Your keyword is truth. Ooh. That's cool. That's cool. That rings really true. That feels right. That feels right. Thank you. you. Oh, my gosh. What's yours, though? So my keyword, if I look on here, I'm a five. Um, so my keyword, uh, it says freedom. I'm going to read what Brandy wrote. Free thinking, adventurous, and progressive. Fives are defined by freedom. Fives <laughs> need to experience the world by engaging its five senses. For fives, life lessons are acquired through spontaneous acts of bravery. Five is known for its playful, impulsive, and vivacious spirit. On the flip side, fives can become restless and impatient. Five must remember that when it narrows its gauge, narrows its gaze, it will discover that the most rewarding exploration exists in its own backyard. Speaking of spiritual hugalas, we were talking yeah. about last week, right? Yeah. Finding the magic in the mundane, not always seeking, seeking, yeah, seeking, yeah, seeking, yeah. Going, what do yeah. I actually already have? It's already all here. Yeah. Um, five people can tend towards overindulgence in physical things. I, I know this about myself for sure. Um, I am... I definitely have seen this throughout my life Yeah, where just in general, yeah. I'll get like hyper fixated on something mm-hmm. and then it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, about yeah. the senses for fives. I know. So, I was, it's interesting you say that because we were just talking, we were, uh, talked about the Claire's too recently, the, our other podcast episode that we did. I just thought that was very fitting Yeah, because five senses can also, for me, I'd feel like that's the all five. about your Claire's. The Claire's, yeah. 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 Well, fives resist restriction boredom and feeling fenced in it may take a while for them to fully fully commit to relationships jobs or long-term study when Mm -hmm. a five person has a four or eight among their numbers which i don't or do i have that i think i have an eight oh wait a four no i have a four in my other chart but it's just saying when a person has when a five person also has a five or an eight among all of their personality numbers yeah they are more grounded and more responsible and less scattered than a five would be without a four or eight so i do have oh, a four in my chart okay um, okay interesting so movers and shakers never a dull moment movers and shakers, um, yeah. good at different things multi-talent like multitask like lots of different balls in the air um so it says five are natural messengers and they can excel in communication, networking, and PR. Uh, fun fact, when I first started university, my first year, I actually was in PR, which is public relations, and I had to take uh, intro to psych and I fell in love and I changed my major. So there you go, buddy. There we go. Uh, even though they're restless, inconsistent, and easily bored, they're charismatic. charismatic. <laughs> so, oh my God, that was so loud. I think you <laughs> sneezed in to the mic. <laughs> I'm sorry if anybody is deaf now. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Sky, Sky, you have to nowhere. turn it down. Turn that down. That I don't know if it's just because I have headphones on. So it I could really also it. be because of the the headphones. But yeah. I I did I didn't look away. I did something <laughs> to my microphone. <laughs> I have been sneezing oh, this whole. I know what's up. Oh man. Anyways, I just think that's funny. Um, <sighs> don't get sick. They are popular storytellers with a gift for gab. Uh, you can say that. You can say it. Um, I find that funny. 
So, okay, so that's how you find your destiny number. So, like, life path number, destiny number, top two. Um, There are others in in this chart. Uh, So, if you want, like, a more in-depth one, there's, like, a soul number, Mm. which is cool. Um, This is calculated from the vowels in your birth name. So, I believe that you take the same... The, the same I system. heard vowels. Vowels. I think it's the same system that we used for the last one where each number yeah. represents, you know, like a Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But just calculating your vowels. So the reason I'm pointing this out is because she calculated my soul number. So it can be referred to as your soul's urge, soul's desire, heart desired. Um, it represents the eternal spiritual you. Okay, which I think is cool. So I think we should figure out yours. Um, it would be, so if you adopt the positive traits of this number, your soul would feel content and your human experience would be in alignment, in alignment with your highest self. So I think this is really cool. Um, mine is one, okay, okay, which is also my life path number. So she write, wrote, having a soul and life path number match is amazing. You're truly an independent individual. You have the gift of feeling guided by your own soul. However, everyone has their own of course, everyone has their own soul as guidance, but especially you, because yeah. who you are and who your soul longs to be is aligned in this lifetime. So wow. I, I really loved that. So like that is my, so cool. My higher self and my life path number, is they're, they're the same. same. Yeah. So let's do yours really quickly. So if we did the vowels. You could give me the numbers, Amy. I can just calculate. Okay. So let me look. Let's see. Oh, so let me, let me circle the vowels. So we got yeah. that's a vowel. That's a vowel. That's a vowel. That's a vowel. So you got a five, a nine, mm-hmm. a nine, a six, and an one. Three. So because it's three, I would. I'm a thirty. So three plus zero, three. Okay. So this article does not. I don't know if it would be the same description as the one we just got, like with the other numbers, because that was about your destiny number. So let me see if I can Google soul uh, numerology, uh, numerology soul number. Um, yeah. So she doesn't give description because it's like it must be related to the other one because it's uh like one. She said, "See your life path number for a description on one." So I think it's the same. Um. Here, worldnumerology.com. Okay. Seems reputable. <laughs> uh, your soul urge number shows your underlying motivation or the general intention behind many of your action. It dramatically influences the choices you make in life. The influence of your soul urges everywhere in your career, your environment, friendships, and in your life. Mm. Um, so does it, does it, oh, soul urge. What did we say? Three? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to click on three. If your soul urges three, you're playful and you love to have a good time. You're generally happy, friendly, outgoing. You have a gift for gap. You are very witty, creative, and playful. You inspire and entertain people. You're considered by many to be a great companion. Many outstanding comedians have this soul urge. Yeah, you know what? I do consider myself a comedian. Do you think you're funny? Yeah. I think I'm pretty funny, guys. Um, <laughs> do you as think a, you're funny? No, no, I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> I think we should own what we what like I think we should own it right like yeah oh yeah Um, yeah yeah. as a soul urge three you have a good mental and emotional balance and there's little that gets you down now that's interesting because one of your other numbers said to be mindful about focusing on negativity so there could be like a little bit of discord but so this is what your spirit your soul yeah 
That makes sense. Is trying to teach you. The yeah, other yeah, yeah. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is maybe a challenge. Um, you have a gift for self-expression and are drawn to the verbal arts, writing, acting, singing, and poetry. Um, we've already, like, like that's, yeah. Um, check, check. If you fail to deal honestly with your inner nature, you may succumb to... Okay, so above it, I guess I should say with the inner nature, it said like you might have difficulty expressing your deeper feelings and important personal thoughts. Mm. You, pre- you prefer to stay on the surface sometimes, entertaining mm-hmm. people with your wit. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes. It's how I deal- avoid things. Yeah. Right. Through humor. <laughs> if you fail to deal honestly with your inner nature, you may succumb, 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 succumb <laughs> to compulsive talking. So this is me. I like, I guess it's you. Such- <laughs> Such behavior may be merely a way of siphoning off emotional energy that is building beneath the surface. Interesting, because we talked to Reese, like we talked about releasing yep. energy, right? Yep. So it's like yep. siphoning off. Interesting. You, you, your deeply felt emotional life cannot be avoided or suppressed in this lifetime, but you possess the talents to channel those feelings into highly creative and artistic form. There you go. That's how you Love channel it. it. So it's yeah. not always about like, saying everything like no. so I guess if you're feeling the energy building it, it might be like I need to be mindful about what I'm saying mm-hmm. and instead express myself in another in another way way yes absolutely that makes that's a cool. lot of sense that's you very guys, cool I'm gonna link that I'll make sure I Please, yeah you I'll should yeah because I think our listeners would really love to do world numerology I'm sure you can get all the information from here but like specifically I'm looking at the soul uh urge number so um, I'm going to quickly look at mine, which is one. Mm-hmm. Your soul urge is one. You are overpowering and need to be <laughs> independent. You want to direct your own life according to what you believe. Your dream is to become the leader of whatever field you enter, whether it's business, community, or your general area of expertise. You are driven or to in- be the reigning figure. Enthusiast. That's interesting. That's very heavy. Um, like the reigning figure feels very strong. I would say like you want to be good at what you do and you strive, you always strive to be yes. the best version of yourself. That's what I would say. You're keenly insightful and are good at evaluating the abilities of others. You are supremely individualistic. In your manner and dress, you like to project your own unique persona. Consequently, you don't mind being controversial, and you can even enjoy the attention and impact you have made on your surroundings. Uh, The one dislikes routines, Mm -hmm. anything (laughs) that limits your freedom and independence, especially Mm. if it's your soul urge number. Uh, Whenever you commit to something you truly love, you are absolutely tenacious in your ability to endure difficulties and overcome obstacles. You are highly responsible and you do not like passing the buck. Yes. Um, so, okay. So my, the shadowy part, right, of this is that I can fall victim to impatience and intolerance, particularly if I grow conceited or feel superior. Um, I, can, I can see that. I, I, I know, like, based on my astrology, uh, my south node, mm-hmm. which is a whole other story, but for listeners that know what their south node is, this is like what you're moving away from it's your natural kind of thing to fall back on Mm -hmm. um but there's no growth in this lifetime anymore so for me that's in pisces so like the dreamy like let's just escape and avoid doesn't serve me but it's my natural like when shit hits the fan that's what i yeah yeah, yeah. i I see it and i know it um so one of the things i read about that so the opposite of your south node the north node is also going to be the opposite side of your south node so mm, south node Pisces, yeah, yeah, yeah. a north node is in virgo and one of the main things that come up for that is 
leaving a victim mindset behind our victim mentality. That made a lot of sense for me. Um, and it seems like my soul number is saying the same. Hmm. So interesting about that. Um, so there's a bunch of other numbers. I'm just going to quickly, there's like an outer personality number. Yeah. Um, this is. Uh, wow. There's so many like so many. layers to this. Yeah. This is um, using the consonants in your birth name. So maybe you can figure that out afterwards. Yeah. And it gives you the outer personality or an indication of how others perceive you. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, maturity number is very significant in your chart because it reveals your future potential and ultimate goal in your life. It also is known as the realization number or the power number. It is determined by both your name and birth date, um, adding your life path number to your destiny number. Wow. The maturity number doesn't kick in until maturity and can begin to be felt at any time between 35 and 45. Oh, I was, I was going to um, ask, when is maturity? <laughs> right? Uh, you should... You should fully feel the influence of the number in your life by the age of 50. Um, this, the gift of this additional energy is that suddenly you feel like you don't, that you don't have time or patience to wait things, wait, waste on things that aren't fulfilling your purpose. Wow. We literally talked about this yeah. earlier, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. In in a previous episode, so yeah, for me, it's I, number six. So it's just talking about um, kind of being a humanitarian visionary, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. that kind of energy, wow. caretaker energy. Uh, then you got the birthday number. Um, so it's, this is calculated just simply by the day you were born. So I think if you were to a, it would be 10, it would narrow down, it would go down to one. So mm -hmm. I think you would be one. Mine is nine. So born on the ninth. Mm -hmm. So it talks about, um, what, what that, that means. is for you. Um, yeah. then your current name number, right? So my, my, my married name, mm -hmm. um, changes me to a seven. So it, it changes a different huh. vibration. So it says, this is a minor expression number. Amy Brooks holds a different vibration than your birth name. It is an energetic signature that brings additional personality traits, strengths, and talents. Every time you use your current name, you're projecting out into the world the vibration of a contemplative truth seeker. Okay, this is, I found this actually very interesting. That because is really it was after I got married that I did become, this kind of opened up more into me. So it, it almost felt like yeah. it was meant to be that way. Oh, I'm um, so excited. I have to find out mine and then like kind of see. It. Yeah. Do it. Um, so it's just saying like, so you do it the same way as the life path yeah. number, yeah. but you're doing it with your married name. Yes. Um, you're a talented problem solver, strategic person who can excel in psychology, metaphysics, science, philosophy, technology, crave wisdom, wow. knowledge, and understanding. Yeah. Um, this is all about the inner work of, um, the machinery, right? The inner, the inner machine, the nature of the universal energy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of was like, when I read this, cause it says sevens have a fondness for nature, particularly the ocean, you know, me in the ocean. It's why I'm going mm -hmm. moving back to the coast. Mm -hmm. um, mindfulness practice, engaging in modalities, such as meditation, yoga, tai chi <laughs> can benefit anyone, say. but especially to a seven. Yeah. Um, wow. So yeah, it just talks about how spirituality is extremely important to a seven. So I found that, that is interesting. Really, that's that, that really changed. cool. That changed. And, and you'll link all this in the show notes too for, for our listeners. So I, I will, feel like everybody will. Yeah. So yeah. I'll link this website, the numerology.com, um, because I think that you probably can, well, we're giving direction too on like how you find How to do it and number. stuff, but just in way. case you need to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. yeah. I won't direct the thing I'm reading from because this is like a personal. No, no, up. no. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I will quickly end with, uh, karma. Okay. So like mm -hmm. karmic lessons Ooh. and karmic debt. So you can literally Google karmic debt. So let's do this. So we're going to go, 
um, karmic debt. So we'll see how you can figure out your karmic debt. Um, so karmic okay. lesson numbers, also known as missing numbers, because there are numbers missing from your birth name. Karmic lesson numbers indicate some of your inherited weaknesses and specific areas in need of growth that have been passed on from your previous life and need to be addressed in this one. One of the reasons you've chosen to incarnate in this current life is to master these lessons. Having reviewed your own incarnations, you determine that you have still have learning to do in certain areas. Mm -hmm. If you have karmic lesson numbers, that lesson will continually present itself throughout your life until you've worked it out. That makes sense. Um, so let me, I can reveal mine, but I also want to look in here to get, ha I'm figuring out how to get it. Um, that's what I want to know is like, how do you determine how to find, my hair keeps falling over this, how do you find your karmic lessons i have this calculator here it's i've got seventhlifepath.com karmic lessons i don't know if that's gonna okay so let's see that's what i yeah i just found that too okay so we'll link that to seventhlifepath.com so you actually can put your stuff in there and it will yeah you just enter your first name i don't know either if it's like is it going to make you oh. sign up for something? And go no, for it's not. Thing? No, it's not. It's okay, just good. telling you your karmic lessons are. So mine are two, seven, and eight. Okay. The numbers, it says, it says those numbers are used to calculate many of the values in your numerology chart. The numbers not found within your name represent your karmic lessons. So these are the numbers not found in my name. Right. Um, so I can do... Did you did you pull yours so, up, Amy? Or so she so it's in the report. Oh, it's in the report um, that you have. Okay. Are. So is this like I wonder if there's a way to calculate? So down here it says our karmic lesson numbers are found from the name of the person. These numbers are those from one to nine that are absent from our names. Yes. So when we yeah. went through the thing where you're like A is one. So if you write these things down, um, all the way to I is nine, and then J becomes one again. So if you have that reference point on your paper, then you've got your name. And you just see like which numbers are not showing up for you in that name, like when you calculate, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um. So what did you say? Two, seven, and eight. Mine are two, seven, and eight. Yeah. Interesting. My karmic lesson numbers are two, eight, and nine. So we got oh, some similar. We ones. got similar ones. Yeah. So so she says nine is also in your chart. So, uh, because my birthday is the nine, so that's yeah. my birthday lesson. So that means that lesson is reduced. Um reduced because of that but I'll give you two because we share it yeah you must learn to be more diplomatic and tactful to yes. stay in the background when necessary and sometimes <laughs> to accomplish something yeah. without the need to be praised and rewarded yes learn to be part of the team you must learn to be more sensitive to other people's needs and feelings well we're certainly learning that in this lifetime as mediums mm -hmm. um you will regularly find yourself in a situation where the only road to success is through patience and attention requiring you to work closely and cooperatively with mm -hmm. others so we're learning that um you you don't have eight? I have eight, yeah. You do have eight. Okay. Yeah. This lesson, so I have a two, so it's interesting. We both have two and eight. This mm -hmm. lesson indicates a need to reclaim your personal power over whatever disempowers you. Mm. It will force you to understand money, status, authority, and power. This lesson about is about becoming efficient. Attracting money is not an issue. The lesson here is to not let it slip through your fingers. And to <laughs> learn, I know. I was like, oh, God. LOL. Yeah. <laughs> And to learn how to manage your your material affairs. 
I, I think this is interesting too because we're both so heavy earth signs yes earth is pentacles pentacles is material right yeah so we're here to learn our ma- material affairs so i think our births birth days were very purposeful like chosen by us very, yeah yeah knowing your limits and accepting help from people particularly authority figures is also part of your lesson wow yes yeah yes that is interesting right so <laughs> yes love i would say you- yes and i agree <laughs> yes right so the, it's interesting we share two of those right? yes it's true um then your karmic debt so we'll end with karmic debt karma gets a bad rap okay i know there's a religious um lens here what some people believe karma is i will tell you my own personal and you can let me know if you agree and if you have any difference of opinions for me what i've been kind of what i feel and what i've learned from the work that i do is that karma is is not so much a punishment mm-hmm. it's just a repeating it's like uh we're on this hamster wheel we're doing the same thing over and over again and it's, it's about learning learn. that's it's it about, that's it all it is yeah and it, it's trial and error and it's like okay yes. um i, I this is my natural tendency mm-hmm right for me it's like uh sometimes i feel like my your triggers like what are your triggers um and learning how to move beyond it like that's your that's your karma that's why it's a trigger yes i agree and it's to no fault of your own right it's like it's from experiences Mm -hmm. and things that you've had to Mm -hmm. it's survival it's survival instincts right Mm -hmm. it's how you got where you are so I think we need to take the judgment out of it. Yeah, of it's not like you did this, yeah. you deserve this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's it's more about yeah. we we all make mistakes. We all have things that we need here to learn. Mm-hmm. If you didn't learn it, it's going to come back. That's it. It's not like you did anything wrong. It's not like you failed the test. It's okay. Sometimes it takes practice. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So karmic debt. Let's um, see if I can get that. Let's see karmic debt calculator. So, Again, seven life path number. I think you can do this all on this website. You can do it right on there. Yeah. Karmic debt number means it looks like you have to put in your birthday. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, I'm trying to put in my birthday. December. Hold tight, folks. So yeah, this website that we're, we, Amy and I are, Amy, if you're on the same one, it's yeah, seventhlifepath.com. Um, and you it's don't like have to pay for anything. It's just okay. going to automatically calculate it. Says my life path number equals three plus one plus nine equals thirteen divided by four. Your life path four has a karmic debt number thirteen. Thirteen? Yeah. It's just interesting because I'm wondering. Thirteen. Why. The four karmic debt numbers are thirteen, fourteen, sixteen, and nineteen. Yeah. So the interesting thing is, is that she's got. Let me see on the back of this paper. Hmm. If I'm missing something. Um, no, I think this is the end. So the, oh, okay. Interesting. Because she says, the number that I have on here is different than the one that just came up in the calculator. So I don't know why. 
Um, so let me just read this to you. Karmic debt numbers indicate particular lessons that must be mastered in this lifetime because we failed to learn them in previous lives. Mm -hmm. Each karmic debt number has its own unique lesson and burden. Now, there are a few different takes on this. Some say that if you have karma, a karmic debt number in any of your personality, that counts. While others believe that a karmic debt number should only be taken into consideration if it comes from the life path number. Now, this website seems to be saying it's coming from life path number because it says your life path one has a karmic debt number of. So it's yes. referring to my life path in order yes. to find the thing. Yeah. Um, so indicates it is for completeness i will provide any karmic debt number that arises and will indicate whether it comes from your life path or not so then when she gives it to me she said not derived from your life path so interesting um in my personal opinion the karmic debt can be weighted weighed heavily if it comes from the life path and less so if it comes from one of the other numbers in your chart so i don't really understand what the difference is like it seems to be say that some people think it should come from your life path and she said for completeness i completeness i will provide any karmic debt number that arises and will and will indicate whether or not it's from your life path so the karmic debt number she gave me was 13 slash 4 and it says not derived from your life path huh. the karmic path number that comes from maybe I'll, I'll send her a message and i'll ask her um how she like why what the how reason to, for like, that is yeah yeah, because here it says my life path num number has a uh, karmic debt number of 19. But this says 13. So what did you say yours was 13? Yeah. It's interesting, which is what it says mine is, but I just don't know how she came about it. But um, I'll read this because I've actually told you about this before. Because I think so, yeah. Yeah, because it yeah. was actually kind of, it made sense to me why in this lifetime, having integrity um, yes. is so important to me. Mm -hmm. And it's because based on this, in a past lifetime, I might not have had as much integrity. Mm -hmm. Okay, And I connected it to a past life um, of my own that I've connected to where, and, and I've done your past life reading. So I hope it's okay to share a little bit of the fact that we Please. both have very witchy past lives, yes. right? Yeah. Um, and that at least in my case, and it sounds like maybe in your case too, because it's both 13, that maybe at some point we allowed the power of that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to make us a little less in our integrity yeah. and a little bit like superior. Yes. Yeah. And so in this lifetime, we're paying it back by like being really mindful being more, yes. of humble it and, and humble. Yeah. So what it says is this is a debt that you because in previous incarnations that you have because in previous incarnations, you have had creative, joyful energy that was misused mm. and turned into superficiality um, or mm. may have been used to hurt others. You may have been bossy, overly rigid and or stubborn. Oh, my God. I got chilled. Please. <laughs> I, right you're yeah. here to master the art of positive expression this is really tapped into what like your number three the communicator yeah um the importance of thinking before speaking not being judgmental and using your words to uplift others is absolutely paramount wow and that's been like a really big um uh powerful thing that i've learned and, and come to realize is that language words have power yes they do. and then i'm super yeah. mindful of that yeah. And and that definitely comes across with mediumship too, right? And how we word things and 
or how we communicate the messages and interpret it to, to yes. folks. Yes. yes. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of take it that way that maybe, you know, there was an element of power or, you know, not humble. Um, you must learn to be responsible and face your challenges head on rather than succumb to quick fix solutions, shortcuts, or any manipulation. <laughs> this number brings an opportunity for personal transformation. Mm-hmm. And when you're honest, patient, and persevere, remember that was my word for 2022, through adversity, you will overcome this lesson. Yeah. So yeah, like when I, I remember reading this and going, ah, okay, so this is why there's such a hyper focus for me on like making sure the right thing is always done. Like, you know, yes, like you're very going above and beyond, yes, right? Yes, like yes, 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 yeah. yes. Yeah. I think it's it's what we're we're restoring the balance mm-hmm. of that. But I also what I'm hearing as I say this is like to be mindful. Like yes, you're repaying the balance um, to do good and to do go- good work with your energy and with your gifts. But like I feel like we're both also here to like it's it's not a pendulum. Like it's not like sorry, my nose is super itchy all of a sudden. It's not like no, I hope you went from you this see. energy of like maybe taking to giving 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 yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, more yeah. about finding that, that balance. balance exactly yeah. and as you were saying that I was like yeah I, I was thinking that too because we can give and we can give but we we also have to remember that we also have to give to ourselves and that, that's okay that's part of like the lesson within the lesson yeah yeah you know it's funny just to, to end unless you have anything else to no share. yeah yeah um so this is like coming out in January. This is recorded in real time. We're in December. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, the Daily Tarot that yes. I posted was the Queen of Pentacles. And I don't know if you saw that message, but the message was, it's my favorite card in the deck, by the way. Yeah. Um, the message that was coming through was like, that this is a, a lady that is like heavily boundaried. Okay. Mm. And they are able to give and be so generous and be so compassionate because they've also figured out how to give that to themselves. Yes. Right? That's and that's huge. how they can be so compassionate, compassionate and loving and generous. And, and yes. Because they know their self-worth and they can give that to themselves. And so that's where the balance comes in. Mm-hmm. It's a reciprocal relationship. Um, and so that comes to mind as I am speaking. It also comes, it reminds me of like pentacles. We are like earth people, pentacles, earth. Like it just, I feel like it's all connected. Yes. Um, I yeah, agree. Yeah. Every time I do a personal reading, I get a lot of pentacles. I don't know if you've ever noticed that with you. Do they show up a lot for you? I would say so. Yeah. Mm. I'm a pentacles or yeah. Discs or, or a lot of earth, earth energy. Yeah. I get swords too. Like my, my shadow side my shadow. I talked about this a little bit just before we go. Um, that when I got the light seers tarot, which is the deck I, I often use with my mm-hmm. daily tarots. Uh, Chris Ann, the creator, she, um, in like, as a way to get to know your deck, she's like, um, go through the deck and like intuitively choose a card that you're kind of repelled by, or you just don't like hmm. based on maybe the energy of the card or just the way it looks or something about it. You don't like, yeah. okay, set it aside now do the same, but a card that you're really drawn to, you're mm. just like, Whoa, I don't know what it is. This has good energy. I just, this, yeah. this. Mm-hmm. And then she said, the one you're repelled by is your shadow card. So this mm-hmm. is a clear marker that when this shows up for you in a reading, that something is not aligned, right? Mm-hmm. It's just asking you to kind of really tweak some things. Yeah. And the, the, the light card is I'm in alignment. Things are going good. 
So I don't. I like for that. those of you listeners that pay attention to the Daily Tarot every day, it's become a running joke of how often the Seven of Swords have shown up for me in the mm. last couple months. The Seven of Short Swords is my shadow card. Wow. So like, and I and I just clued into that a couple of weeks ago when I was going through my bedside table, found a journal where I wrote those things. Like my my shadow card is this. Yes. This says I'm out of alignment. My light card is this. This says I'm in alignment. I bring that up because my card of alignment is the Queen of Pentacles, and she came up yesterday. So, and she came up the day after I had a boundary situation right. in my work. Right, right, right. And I was like, so I felt like it came in to go. Okay, good. This you good. You've ba- you boundaried up, lady. Like you did yeah, the yeah, right yeah, game. Yeah. You were like you were humble. You were, you were generous. You were good, but you also knew your self worth. And I was like, Hallelujah. Yes. So, anyways, I just wanted to share that because I thought that was cool. That's a little tip if you want to get to know your. Dad. I think that's a really great tip uh, that I'm going to do. I haven't done that, do so I really like that. Yeah, a way yeah. to get to know your just your cards in general. You can start doing that for, and when you want to give yourself a reading, you say, "What's up." If you get that card, it's a good kind of like just a little nudge from spirit to say, do a little check-in. Yeah. Do a little check-in. Are you in alignment? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. Well, today was a long one. We had a lot to say, and I guess there was a lot of like on the spot uh, We did, but I loved it. But I loved it too. I thought it was very interesting. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing that also for me. Like that was really, really helpful. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, and we will see you next week. Yes. Happy January. We're almost in February. Holy cow. Holy cow is right. Okay. On that note, (laughs) have a good one. Bye-bye. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple podcast and tune in each week as we dish on all things spiritual. Don't forget to like, Comment on what you would like to hear us talk about next and subscribe.